0: I assume at some point there'll be a movie on Sean McVay because his hair is too good. Who
1: do you think would play Sean? Right, I was trying to talk
0: through this. I'm like, who would play him? Because you'd have to have like that perfect quaff.
1: What about Chris Pratt? You know, I think Chris has got kind of a, the spiky, gelled haired look. And he's kind of jacked like And the energy, like Sean's got all that, you know, crazy energy. Like Chris Pratt, I think might be a good Sean McVay.
0: It is what to do. This is Ramblin', your Rams podcast that brings you inside of the team and news from around the NFL. I'm your host and team reporter, Serena Morales, coming at you from Los Angeles, California. We are weeks away from the NFL fully returning from break. Teams will report to training camp around the end of the month. So... As we ease our way back into football, let's ease into conversation with my next guest. He's a friend of mine. He actually grew up a Rams fan. He is one talented individual, currently an ESPN sports betting analyst. You can find him on ESPN's Bets and the Daily Wager. When he's not in studio, find him on the green or cooking green. He's an amazing cook. He brought his handicap down to three people. Tyler Foljob, what's happening, my friend?
1: What is up, Serena? That's Maybe the nicest intro I've ever received. The handicap is not yet down to a three. That's just the uh, New Year's resolution I made. It's <laughs> <at a> <laughs> not that good yet, but we're working on it. I mean, I just don't want the I that'll I'll be called a sandbagger then if I get into like a member guest or something. If people hear this and they think, oh, he's a three. No, he's actually a six. Wow. So
0: it's it's almost like we're like registering you on a one to ten scale. Like, oh, you could be a
1: three. It's nothing called.
0: All right, well, let's get I feel to feel like
1: a three today because I'm a little bit tired, but talking about the Rams, like you said, it'll get me uh
0: get, jacked get up. up, and I got
1: my coffee with me.
0: Perfect. That's all we need these days. Tyler, we are getting the gang back together. There's lots of talk about the Rams actually making it to the Super Bowl this season, which is wonderful because, I don't know if you are aware, SoFi Stadium is hosting Super Bowl 56, and after the Rams traded for Matthew Stafford, their Super Bowl odds improved Greatly. Are you betting on this team to win the whole stinking thing?
1: I think they're worth a bet. And the the Vegas market clearly uh, indicates that the Rams are one of the favorites. I believe only the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFC have shorter odds. Of course, they bring back everyone from last year's Super Bowl team that ironically enough won on their home turf. So the Rams trying to do what Brady and co did a season ago. Um, But I think when you take a look at what Sean McVay has accomplished in his career with the Rams, he's won 67% of his regular season games. He's been to a super bowl. He's been in the postseason three out of four years that he's been the head coach, all of that essentially uh, in conjunction with Jared Goff as his quarterback. And I think that speaks to the uh, caliber of quarterback that Jared Goff uh, was and is. And, of course, to the caliber of coach that Sean McVay is. But now you bring in Matthew Stafford and as good as golf was for the Rams, the overwhelming prevailing wisdom around NFL circles and media is that the Rams upgraded at the quarterback. Most important position, I should say, on the field. So I know Matt Stafford didn't have a lot of team success in Detroit, but. This dude is your favorite QB's favorite QB. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm an Aaron Rodgers guy. He's my goat with the way that he is just so ruthlessly efficient and can make every throw in the game. And Aaron Rodgers, when you ask him to a man, he's like, and he played Matthew Stafford twice a year. And uh, when Green Bay and Detroit matched up in the NFC North, it's like, man, when asked who his favorite quarterbacks to watch were, of course, Mahomes was mentioned, but. He said, the guy that doesn't get enough credit that I like to watch is Matthew Stafford. That dude is tough as nails. He can sling it from every angle. He's got every throw in the book. He makes fourth quarter comebacks. He is. He's a man's man. He's a dude's dude. Like your favorite QB, my favorite QB, Aaron Rodgers, my goat. His favorite QB is Matthew Stafford. Kyle Shanahan mentioned something similar when he was on the Flying Coach podcast with Peter Schrager and Sean McVay saying, man, When we heard that Stafford was available and I really started looking at the tape, I was like blown away. Man, this guy doesn't get enough credit for how good he is. We know the toughness. We know all the throws. And I think when you couple McVeigh and what he's accomplished with golf and now give him a quarterback who has the innate talent and ability of a Matthew Stafford fits into the Rams culture. Just Mm -hmm. that, you know, a bro who loves to ball just like Ramsey, just like Donald, just like Whitworth, just like Cup, just like Woods. Like he fits the culture there. So I think this team has all the talent and it has all the intangible things to be a legit Super Bowl threat. So if you want to wager on the Rams to be the Super Bowl champs at, you know, shop around, get your best price. um, I see is anywhere from 12 to 1 to 14 to 1 to 15 to 1. I think that's I don't think you're wasting your money there because I think they got a real shot. All right. Well, we
0: like this so far. The Rams also have a really good shot at leading the league in passing yards, rushing and receiving that Stafford could be a really good sneaky pick for actually leading the league in passing yards. The odds on acres leading the league and rushing. He's a top five overall. And then as you mentioned, Cooper cup, Robert Woods, they're on that list for receiving yards. So is there one just, we're going to gush all about the offense right now. Is there one that you're just like, yeah, I would put my bet on these guys.
1: I think the best bet is Stafford to lead the league in passing yards. Um, when I, I looked on the DraftKings uh, sports book, and they have some season long props out uh, so you can wager whether or not a guy is going to go over or under a certain amount of passing yards this season. And I think the highest total um, is Patrick Mahomes who has a total of like 5,000, but the second highest total of any QB I've seen posted is Matthew Stafford at 4,700 yards. And so the market is telling you that they expect Stafford to, you know, be as almost as good as Patrick Mahomes. So a few breaks here, a few breaks there, you know, um, Stafford, I think is right there. And we know Sean McVay, Went into this offseason with the very specific idea and the very specific goal of making this offense more explosive. He wants to return to the 2017-2018 days when you could rip off a 90-yard touchdown pass to Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. That just wasn't in the offense last year. Now you get a quarterback who's more aggressive, has a stronger arm. You add Tutu Atwell. You add Deshaun Jackson. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think Sean is going to air it out this year. So I think that's why Stafford is kind of a decent play to uh, lead the league in passing yards because I think Sean wants to run up some passing yards this year after what uh, happened last year.
0: Yeah, no, it'll be exciting. And, and you know, it, it did help to see a guy like Cam Akers, you know, get on the ground because that kind of changed up the offense. That being said, yeah, I'm with you. It'll be exciting to see Matthew Stafford really get down there, especially because the offensive line is – Way better. And they're actually ranked uh, this season in a top 10 um, for offensive line, even though there's a bunch of changes. But Whitworth looks healthier than ever, so it will be excited to see that. On the defensive side of the ball, there were more significant changes. um, And yet one thing – Remains the same. The Rams have the best player, regardless of position. (laughs) His name is Aaron Donald. He's the best. Number 99, get this, had 456 pressures across the past five seasons. That's 86 more than any other players in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus. The Rams D-line is ranked fourth overall. Would you bet on them to get back to the number one defense this season?
1: Well, I, I don't know if I'd make that bet because there's it's so hard to repeat as the actual number one overall. I think the Rams were first in uh, points per game, you know, yards per play, some very key metrics defensively last year. And that's probably going to be tough to replicate because you lost John Johnson, you lost Troy Hill, Morgan Fox. I mean, there's some significantly good players. Yeah. And that's, that is going to be sad. You lost Brandon Staley, who did such a great job calling the defense that he's a head coach now. So I think it's fair when you have Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, your floor is a top 10 defense, but uh, I don't think they're going to be the best defense, but I don't expect them to fall further than, you know, you know, sixth, seventh, seventh, eighth, ninth, somewhere in that top 10, you know, as long as Aaron and Jalen are, are healthy. um, Some of those young guys now are going to get the opportunity to step in and and fill in those roles. Guys like Terrell Burgess um, on the back end, guys like David Long as well. So I I know these guys have promised. I know why Lesnean and Sean McVay, drafted them and they've had the opportunity to learn behind some really good vets. And now um, we'll get their opportunity to step in. Raheem Morris is a very, very good defensive coordinator as well. So while I think there will be some natural regression, as we say in gambling and wagering, I still think the Rams will be good because, the GOAT anchors that defense. I just went to Dave Chappelle last night, and he's the GOAT of stand-up, and him and Aaron Donald operate on the same plane. It's just they're a different level of animal. They're a different level of alien compared to the rest of their peers. Like Joe Rogan and Tom Segura were sharing the stage with Dave Chappelle, and Chappelle's clearly better than them, as great as those two are. And Aaron Donald, any football field he's on with other greats, he's just better than everyone else. So very lucky and fortunate to watch him day in and day out.
0: It is quite exciting to cover the Rams with a man (laughs) on the field. Um, Overall, I know that the second I got the Rams reporting job, you hit me and you were like,
1: (laughs) this is insane.
0: I'm a lifelong Rams fan. This is so exciting. I get to follow you even more because I get to follow my team. It's the best of both worlds. So here is where you get to gush because Rams fans, they listen to this podcast as a lifelong Rams fans, what do you love most about this team since Sean McVay took over as head coach?
1: Well, I just love that they're competitive again. I mean, I, I, I was in St. Louis. That's where I was born and raised. So the Rams moved there in the mid nineties. I was to go back before that, before the St. Louis had a football team. My favorite team is the Philadelphia Eagles. Cause I was such a Randall Cunningham fan back in the early nineties. And then finally my hometown got a football team and, they struggled a little bit at first, but guys like Isaac Bruce made me made the season tickets that me and my dad had worth it. Then all of a sudden, you know, we just saw the trailer for the underdog Kurt Warner story that hit uh, social media. Kurt, Dick Vermeil, Marshall Falk, Torrey Holt, Orlando Pace—everything, you know, like a bolt of lightning comes together And the greatest show on turf. Being in the uh, at the time the TWA Dome, now the Edward Jones Dome in St. Louis during the '9901 seasons, um, and that offense that you just knew you it was mu- you could not get up and go to the bathroom Serena when those guys were on the field because any play Marshall could take it to the house Torrey could take it to the house I could ask Hakeem Ricky Pro I mean Tony Horn as a kick returner was even like you know a pro bowl caliber and then the defense was good too like you didn't want to Get up when the defense was on the field because guys like London Fetcher, Kevin Carter, DeMarco Farr, Dre Bly, Dexter McLeon, these guys were playmakers on that side. And that's why that team was just so freaking good. Um, I remember I cried a couple of times during the 99 season, Serena. First was when we finally beat, I say we, when the Rams finally beat the uh, uh, San Francisco 49ers. Isaac Bruce had four touchdown catches. I had never seen the Rams beat the Niners since they had moved to St. Louis. I cried during that game. I remember being up in the uh, 453 section of the Edward Jones Dome when they won that game. And then, of course, the Super Bowl when Mike Jones made that tackle. I cried. I was like 14, 15 years old. I cried tears of joy because it was the first championship I'd seen in St. Louis.
0: Right on, right on that, like right on the line. It was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that was exciting. The tackle, baby. Gave me goosebumps. And I did not <laughs> grow up a Rams fan like
1: it
0: I'm like, <laughs> it's exciting history. Um, That makes me happy. And this also makes me happy. You mentioned it just a second ago. Uh, it's always a good sign when big productions want to make a movie about you. Lionsgate signed up for one. Rams Hall of Famer, Kurt Warner. The movie is called American Underdog, The Kurt Warner Story. It's about Kurt Warner, guys. Warner's played by actor Zachary Levy. You know him perhaps from the NBC series Chuck or the movie Shazam. Um, It hits theaters in December. Now, Kurt deserves a movie. He has a great story. Excited to see how this gets put together. I assume this is going to help boost some Rams fandom throughout, you know, the U.S., right? Yeah. A a little extra?
1: I think there's some juice now. There's a little juice for the Rams franchise. The stadium is going to finally be a showcase for the franchise with fans now in there this year, the team is going to be good playing a lot of primetime games. You're going to have the Kurt Warner story reminding us of that greatest show on turf. Um, there was obviously a lot of struggles after that until Sean McVay uh, got back and kind of restored that offensive brilliance. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think if people aren't aware of that story and watch that movie, it may make them Rams fans and then, or it may introduce them to the Rams brand, so to speak. And then if they turn on, Sunday night football in week one and watch Matt Stafford and Cam Akers and Sean McVay light up Sunday night football against the Chicago Bears, then I think we could you could get some young people uh, as new Rams fans because the Rams are certainly, I think, going to be an exciting brand of uh, football team to watch this year with that offense kind of being a focal point of having explosive plays again.
0: Yeah, and the Rams play on turf again, just FYI.
1: Yes. And, and there's a lot of speed on that offense, of too. Speed. So we did, we. need I think there was like the greatest show on surf is like what they said <laughs> back in the day when Sean McVay got the offense back because now it's, you know, you guys are on the beach out there living a the life yeah. in L.A., but the greatest show on surf. We got to think of some kind of cool nickname for this offense if they are, you know, going to be Kansas City Chief level good this year.
0: Yeah. Submit, submit your ideas to me and Tyler. And we'll them.
1: <laughs>
0: I wonder because I assume at some point there'll be a movie on Sean McFay because his hair is too good. But I don't know. Who do you think would
1: play? Who do you think would play Sean? Right, I was trying to talk <laughs> through
0: this. I'm like, who would play him? Because you'd have to have like that perfect quaff.
1: What about Chris Pratt? You know, Chris Pratt is oh. getting kind of jacked up now, and I think Chris may be a little bit taller than Sean, so may have to do some things with the camera. But I think Chris has got kind of a the spiky gelled haired look and he's kind of jacked like and the energy like sean's got all that you know crazy energy like chris pratt i think might be a good sean mcveigh ask sean say my buddy tyler you know who works for espn does daily <laughs> wage a huge rams fan wants to know if you like chris pratt playing you in the sean mcveigh movie
0: <laughs> no problem that's the first
1: question i'll ask on training camp sean real serious <laughs> question, here. Yeah, question here important question here <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. JLo will play Serena as the team reporter, obviously.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is too exciting. News around the NFL or XFL, if you will. The league is planning to make its return in two years, 2023. I'm not necessarily surprised. It was said because they tried to make a run. They brought it back in 2020. We all know how that story went. The XFL canceled its 2020 season after five weeks of games And it was put into bankruptcy proceedings by former owner Vince McMahon, Danny Garcia, fellow owners, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, Redbird, Capital Partners. They're behind this project. Tyler, do you think the XFL will finally get things going?
1: You know, as a St. Louisan, um, it was disappointing because one of the most like ardent and fervent fan bases in the XL was the St. Louis Battlehawks. They had a good team. Um, and, you know, the, the, the city was kind of starved for football again, professional football, because the Rams, you know, had moved back to Los Angeles. Um, so that was disappointing for my hometown that the XFL uh, didn't work out. So selfishly, I hope it does, because uh, for my city, I want to see football back there in some capacity. And I do think it, you know, is is a would have been and could be a great avenue for uh, development for the National Football League, a developmental league, you know, for for guys who are, you know, don't necessarily get drafted or maybe even guys who don't want to go to college. I know we can even get into the whole landscape of college football and athletics changing with the NIL stuff, name, image and likeness. But um, I, I think the XFL could have succeeded and would have succeeded if, you know, um, circumstances have been Different as uh, developing as a developmental league for the National Football League, a place where guys on practice squads can maybe go and further develop or guys who didn't get drafted or from smaller schools or JUCO or whatever can maybe have a platform to show that they uh, deserve a chance in the National Football League.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it'd be fun. And also anything that The Rock is behind, I think just kind of does well. Like he's got tequila. He's got a bunch of. <laughs> he put some stuff out there. He's in ballers. I mean, the Rams. He,
1: he, I kind of do think he could if he wanted to be president one day. I like The Rock. I feel like he's a he's a dude who everyone likes, not really polarizing. Everyone just seems to love The Rock. And I think no, we could sure. you know, use a guy like that.
0: He's working <laughs> he's working the financial aspect now by putting, you know, some money into the XFL. And so from there. Exactly.
1: You can exactly. Go
0: wherever you want to go. Right the XFL. <laughs> We're excited for that. Um. All right. It's now time for my social segment. Hashtag. Want to have some fun with you. You work in sports gambling. You're a foodie. You follow the Rams. So prop bet time. Let's start oh. with easy, simple ones. And okay. then you get things going. First, touchdown
1: of the season. Who are we giving this to? I say Bobby Trees.
0: Bobby, Bobby Trees, Trees gonna, Robert Woods. Yeah. He's
1: wearing number two. <laughs> yeah, I think Bobby Trees is going to have the first touchdown of the season against the Chicago Bears uh, on a on a twelve yard pass from Matthew Stafford.
0: Oh, I like that. Okay, we're coming back to these, by the way. Like I'm coming
1: back.
0: <laughs> <that>. <laughs> because I know Serena. I know you.
1: <laughs> I, I, right. I can't wait to see you.
0: I like that first interception of the season.
1: I mean, I'm going to go D. Will. I'm gonna go D will. He's such a ball hawk. Um, yeah, Jalen doesn't get tested enough. Um, you know, he'll be busy trying to lock up Allen Robinson. So I imagine whether it's Justin Fields or uh, Andy Dalton in week one. I think uh, whoever's covering Darnell Mooney the other corners, which will likely be uh, D will. I think yep. Darius Williams, who is oh, was the team's leader in interceptions last year. I think he's gonna get totally. the first one this year. Yep.
0: Yep. Jordan Fuller, I'm waiting for him to really have a big okay. Two interceptions against Tom Brady. Was the 199th pick in his draft. Tom Brady, 199th pick in his draft. So I don't know. I'm I'm waiting for Fuller to to, to get some extra love there. But that being said, over under, this is a weird one, one and a half. Sean McVay gets a Gatorade shower this season. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't uh, really had one.
1: I, I'm gonna go under only for this reason, okay? Only for this reason. Um, a couple of things. One, I think Sean's gonna have a business-like approach to the season, and even winning like the division or winning the conference is not gonna solicit or warrant a Gatorade shower. I think Sean is gonna make a mandate in the locker room. It says the only time you guys are allowed to dump, you know, carbon or hydrogen. Hydrated uh, sugar water on my head is if we win the Super Bowl. We have the only ways I'll allow it is if we're back here for in SoFi for Super Bowl 56. And then I will, you know, let's bask in the glory of orange Gatorade. And the other thing, too, is Sean's still young. So uh, I saw Jimbo Fisher run away from a Gatorade shower in college football a year or two ago. And I think Sean, if he knows it's coming, will be able to juke and jive and get away from whoever's trying to uh, pour that Gatorade on him.
0: These are good points. This is, this is actually <laughs> strong evidence that I can find this. Um, over under three and a half, Rampage is shown on the broadcast for Sunday Night Football against the Bears.
1: I'm going to go under. I think, <laughs> the, uh, I think the, the NBC broadcast can be more focused on uh, showcasing SoFi and uh, um, all the new bells and whistles for the fans there. So I don't think Rampage is going to get much love on the broadcast. Maybe on the Jumbotron, though.
0: Yeah, Jumbo China gets a lot of love. He's um he's a favorite. I wanted to get a few recommendations from you now. Like, do you have any profits that you would like to add that we can then call you out on when I bring you back on (laughs) the
1: podcast? Um okay, so yeah, yeah, there's a there's a few in terms of like the Rams to make the playoffs, the Rams to win the NFC West, um, the Rams' total um wins. It's 10 and a half, which is um the highest in the NFC West, but Seattle and Um, San Francisco also have win totals of 10. I do think over is the play. I think they're going to win at least 11 games this year, as long as, you know, the principal guys, Stafford, Ramsey and Donald are healthy. Um, Sean has the fewest games or the most games, pardon me, he's lost in a season is seven. And that was a couple of years ago. If you lose seven games this year, you're 10 and seven. Cause remember we have 17 games now, um, but I don't think they're going to lose seven games again, barring injury. I think this team is too darn good. Um, even with how difficult the NFC West is. So I would go over 10 and a half okay. um, wins. Okay. I would, I think they're going to make the playoffs and, but that you have to lay a lot. The, the price on that is minus 200, which means you have to bet $2 to win a dollar. And I don't really like betting, you know, more than I'm going to win. Um. So even though I do think the Rams are going to make the playoffs, um, I I I wouldn't bet that. I would rather bet them to win the NFC West. You know, a small, you know, you know, small unit wager on them to bet the NFC West at plus one eighty. Maybe you can get them at plus two hundred. Um, but that way, for every dollar I bet, I get a dollar eighty or two dollars back because I do think they can win this division, and I think that's going to be a goal of Sean's to. To, to prove their supremacy in this division again, prove their supremacy in the conference, try and get a bye um, for the postseason and win a Super Bowl.
0: We love bye weeks in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> extra ones. They're tired, they need rest. Got a lot of vets on this team, even though Sean McVay does love uh, above the neck practices, yes. if you will. So I will wrap up with say what? I recently you spoke count? to second year tight end Bryson Hopkins about cars. He loves Cars, they make him happy. They, he loves them. The guy loves cars, and I was like, okay, so what's one thing you always have in your car? And I will play you his answer. Here's what he said: chapstick. Chapstick. Yes. I don't know what it is. I I, I lose them all the time. <laughs> I don't have them in the house ever, but I know there's one in my car. There's one in my car somewhere. So I always have chapstick in there. Yeah. Chapstick. So, Tyler, what what say you? You drive. Yes. Pretty often, every day, and very hot yeah, yeah. Las Vegas weather. <laughs> um, what is one thing that you, my friend, have to have in your car?
1: Well, I couldn't have chapstick like Bryson. Otherwise it would melt because of the 115 degree heat in Las Vegas. Um, I I don't have a lot in my car, sadly. Um, Masks because of the pandemic uh, are often in my car, Um, but my golf clubs, if if there's anything um, that is in my car most, it's my golf clubs. Uh, I golf two, three, four times a week. Usually got to get out in the morning right now uh, because it's so hot, but Um, i got to have my sticks with me uh, and got to be able to uh, hit the links at a moment's notice. So golf clubs for me, which do not melt in the 115 degree heat of Las Vegas.
0: You actually, when I worked at ESPN, I was in Bristol and I had golf clubs in my car and I had to take them out because it got so cold. So you (laughs) better have them in Vegas uh, trunk than in a cold weather environment trunk. That being said, I am hoping to help you throw out the like vibes that you get a uh, handicap of three by the end of the year. Right? Oh, thank you, you. hoping for
1: you know what? I'll actually I'll trade if the Rams win the Super Bowl. I'll I'll forego my um, New Year's resolution of getting down to a three. I'll settle for getting down to a five, Serena. If that if that trade off means that uh, the Rams win the Super Bowl this year.
0: To here to hear first sacrifices must be made and he is okay with another episode of rambling in the books thank you tyler thank you for joining us no bloodshed here now that SoFi stadium is ready for full capacity you need to be ready and snag some tickets for 2021 you can do that at the rams.com tickets it will be the hottest ticket in town. Maybe not 115, but it's going to be hot. Best you believe it. Again, thank you for your time. We'll see you at SoFi Stadium this season. More rambling. Come in your way for training camp. In the meantime, stay safe and healthy, my friends.